Hello and welcome to Stay Paid, the sales and marketing podcast from Reminder Media, where we bring you actionable advice to help you grow your business so you can live a life of freedom tomorrow, but only if you take action today. My name is Joshua Stike, and I am joined, as always, by Luke Acri. How's it going, Luke? I am exhausted. We got delayed. How, how many hours did we get delayed? Four and a half hours? We were supposed to leave at four. Four? And we took, oh, 4.30, and we took off. What time did we take off in the air then? 8.40. There's so nothing like on the being tarmac stuck for on two a and plane hours. Yeah, yeah, on a tom- yeah, yeah. tarmac for two and a half hours with you know hundreds of people. But it's funny. They wait as long as possible to tell you what's happening. Like We taxied around for like a really long yeah, time. Yeah, we did. It felt and- like we were going to take off. I was like, we and can do And then the this. pilot came on and said, um, we won't have an update for 30 minutes. And then there was 30 minutes again, and then the next one was an hour, an hour update. <laughs> and you could tell people, I could tell Josh here, he doesn't like closed-in spaces. He doesn't like people. <laughs> he likes to be alone. I love so, the people yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Being in a closed-in space for that long, I could tell he was dying. Like on the plane, when we finally took off, he like stood up in the plane too. And I was just like, ooh. He's really suffering right now. He's just standing there holding on to the walls. It was pretty funny. Anyways, what's I was this just reflecting about? on the amazing experience that we had while we were in Boston. We went to the National Association of Realtors Expo uh, in Boston, Massachusetts this weekend. It was amazing. It was Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Yep. And um, I think what's cool is, you know, every time we do one of these conferences, we come back and talk about it. And yep. I just, the reason why we share that with you guys. Um, this isn't going to be a podcast about here's like some amazing marketing tips and strategies and tracking your ROI and metrics and everything, but it's just kind of doing life together. Like yep. we're, we're constantly learning in our business. We're constantly finding out That's um, a great way to kind put of it. how, how to interact or how to even sell ourselves, how to put our value proposition out there and then getting feedback from our clients who are the people that we ultimately serve. Yep. So that's why we want to come back and we always recap these things. You I think want to do a, a lot ahead. of really solid takeaways from this. Oh man, thing. we had incredible takeaways. Yeah. You want to do what companies do, not what they say. Yeah. That's why I think, you know, we like to share these recaps when we go to Marketo conferences. Because we'll Arcan- tell you where we messed up. Yeah, well, exactly. We'll <laughs> tell you, this is exactly what we did, and this is what um, we had success in, and this is where we utterly failed. Uh, we utterly failed. But it w- really was amazing. Although my feet, standing at a conference, anybody who's done a trade show, Ooh. when you're standing Ooh. all day, every day, and you're pitching your little heart out, my little heart was just being, I was pitching it, right? Every That's single day. That's the southern my knees, coming out of yeah. Luke right there. And I bless my heart. But <laughs> my knees are swollen. And I'm, I mean, I'm freaking 30, dude. You're my going to the gym every morning at 4 a.m.? Well, not every morning because we went out for drinks and that didn't go over too well. Um, so I went one morning. But it is. I mean, it's a marathon. Unlike most conferences uh, where there would be some downtime, you know, we would have uh, some expo time and then some downtime. This was from nine to six almost every day. I literally pitched. The the conference would start at 9 a.m., 10 a.m. I literally pitched and would blink my eyes at four o'clock. I probably would do a couple hundred easy, 300 pitches a day. It is a testament to um, endurance and pushing yourself. Yep. So like being able to somehow dig deep, get the fortitude to push yourself consistently over and over. I mean, you have to have the passion for it. Mm-hmm. If you don't have the passion for it, run. <laughs> it ain't gonna work for you. Man, there were a lot of people there. And I'm sorry, guys, if you watch our podcast, I'm not beating you up, but maybe this will hit you in the heart. There were a lot of people there, man, that had no passion. I told Josh, I said, man, I don't wake up to die, guys. I do not wake up to die. I wake up to live. Meaning, like, I couldn't, like, looking around at some of the vendors and stuff like this, and this is not an attack on who they are as a person, but, you know, 
good gosh, man. <laughs> if you're going to an event, don't sit in your seat. Jeez, yeah, Louise. Yeah, number one tip for events, don't avoid people. Yes, that's one of the first <laughs> tips we found out. you got to step out of your comfort zone. Dean Thurman, who I don't think we've released his podcast, but he had this mantra yeah. he lived by. And you might find it a little corny, but the truth is so real. you got to get out on the limb. Because that's where the fruit is, is, right? That's where the good fruit is. But here's what I would say. When I walked into the convention center, because let's get into the takeaways of this podcast. I walk into the convention center, and this is great for you guys, even our producers back there listening to. This is a great point. I shared it with my sales team. When you walk in, you're nervous. I'm the president of the company. You're nervous from this standpoint. There's 400 other vendors there. There's going to be 20,000 people there, supposedly. And you know what you have to commit to? You have to commit to being great. And you know why people don't commit to being great? Because once you make a commitment to being great, once you make a commitment to sales, once you pull up your Instagram and say, I'm going to get this many sales, you know what you have to do now? You have to to live up to it. You have to live up to the sales and you have to live up to being great. And the reason why you don't want to do that, you want to hide and you'll be like, well, I'm just going to sit in my little corner and hide. It's because you don't want to face that commitment. And guess what? Failure hurts. And you're scared of the rejection that's going to happen to you when it hurts because I didn't hit my goal. And that irritated me to death. Still irritates me. If you can't tell, I've lost my voice a little bit. The point I'm trying to make is the first takeaway I would give you Don't wake up to die, wake up to live. When you go to your trade show, when you go to your networking event, you gotta go out on the limb, far out on the limb, because that's where the good fruit is, but meaning you gotta commit to, I'm gonna be great, I'm gonna what? What does that translate to into action? I'm gonna step outside my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because once you get outside your comfort zone, change happens. And that change- I've heard that life begins at the edge of your comfort zone. (laughs) <laughs> Someone quote that on our Instagram. Life begins at the end, <laughs> edge of your comfort zone. So but anyways, yeah, going you got to step that, out. So number one, step out. Draw people to you. So this is kind of what we were looking Personality. at. Personality. Where, yep. um, you know, comparing kind of what we were doing to what other people <clears throat> were doing and, and just sitting back. And I you know Jesse and I were running a lot of kind of like the booth operations and stuff. And obviously <clears throat> we were out there talking to people as well, but just trying to keep all the stuff yep. moving and uh, watching, uh, you know. Uh, Jesse, Luke, who's Luke our brand content manager, yes. closed four deals. There you go. Four and a half because I stole one of the deals from him. I'm famous for that because I just want to take people from people. I'm just like, give me a chance. But four and a half deals, and she's our brand content manager. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, can you hear that? That's the hype horn. That's the hype right button there. right there. But that's impressive. So if you're the, the brand content manager at your company, if you're the accountant at your company. Oh, I'm not a salesperson. You, yeah, of course you're a sell. salesperson. Do you believe in the mission of your company? Share the mission of your company. That's what you're really selling people on. <laughs> you're not selling them on features. Features tell, benefits sell. But how do you get them in? So this applies, like I said, this applies to a conference, this applies to a networking event. If you're going somewhere to meet somebody, how do you get them in? You have to approach them. Nobody is walking up to anybody in hopes to give them money or to buy from them or to hear what you need, Yep. right? So you have to go out and get them. You have to approach them and come up with, we were talking about this before the podcast, how do we kind of turn that into a piece of advice? It's really, what's your opening line? Mm-hmm. What is your hook that you can say over and over and over again? The number of times that I heard Luke say this at the conference and then we all started doing it at the conference <laughs> was, hey, hey, have you heard of us? Yep. Oh, no? Oh, can I give you my quick 30 seconds? It's 30 second pitch. Can I can I try it on you? I've been practicing because it. There, there are salespeople that we're talking to. Yeah. Although one one lady told me she doesn't like to be called a salesperson. <laughs> and she kind of beat me up for that, which I, I loved her. She signed up, so she gave us a chance. But the point being is that you're just stepping out of your comfort zone. Hey, you heard about us? 
Hey, well, let me give you my very best 30 <laughs> seconds, and you can time me. Get your watch out. You yeah. can time me because you're going to love this. And being confident, I would make that point that one of the reasons we have success with that line, because it's a confidence line in the standpoint of, hey, I want you to grade me on this. I want you to tell me what you think about this because I really believe it. I believe I would tell people it's going to be the best 30 seconds of your life. It's going to be worth it. Now, they would start laughing at me, of course, <laughs> as I promise I won't QVC you because you sound like a used car salesman or QVC, right. but you're embracing it. And that's maybe another point. I'm getting ahead of our no, point. No, no, but good. the authenticity is the personality yeah, behind real. it. Right. Hey, I know I'm about to QVC you. I know I'm about to give you my 30 seconds. One of the lines I used on people all the time, which was a real line, was, hey, ride this elevator pitch with me. The elevator yeah. might go all the way to the top, and we might start coming back down a little, <laughs> but I promise you I'm going to get you there. Meaning the point being is you just have fun with it. You step outside your comfort zone. You have fun with it. How do you apply that to the open house? I coached a guy, mm -hmm. a real estate agent. He wanted to get, and I've shared this story on the podcast before, he wanted to get 90% of his deals from open houses, but he would not get people to sign in that didn't want to sign in to his open house. And I said, dude, what are you doing? You want 90% of your deals come from open houses. And he would not, you know why he said? Because he figured the people who didn't want to sign in, they weren't interested. Right. Which is so Oops. not true. Melanie, Mel, if you listen to this because they put Mel on her name tag, mm -hmm. but her real name's Melanie. So Mel, if you're listening to this, thank you for giving me a chance, but telling you the story in my mind, you walked 15 feet past our booth and I, for, I didn't yell, but I was just like, hey, hey, have you heard about us? Stopped you when you're 15 feet away and you came back and you ended up giving us a chance. Your open house, when you don't get them to sign in, they're walking past your booth. It's up to you to confidently, passionately, not rude, with personality, with passion, being able to start a conversation, get them to sign in because you never know it's a numbers game. And I remember you said you should tell your story of the deal I probably stole from you. But is the you never know who's going to sign up and who's not. Oh, yeah. Talk yeah. to every single person because you never know who your buyer is. Yeah. You no, there know. was. There was somebody walking by that I had made, I had made eye contact with. Her. I, I had called out to them. And they didn't hear me, so I just kind of let it go. And then they walked by Luke, and Luke called out, and Luke called out twice. Mm -hmm. And then <laughs> brought him back in, and they ended up they ended up they joining ended up the program. So you changed their life because you just called out twice. Yeah, you just I called just out called twice. out to him. But it is, I think that um, you know, going back to the open house, not wanting to uh, ask someone to sign up or, or sign in for just sign in their people name. that said that they don't want to sign in. Like it's okay to ask why. Yeah, it's okay to ask. Oh, any reason why you wouldn't want to yeah. sign in? Or trust me, it will be worth it. Yeah, I know. I know you think it'll spam you. Trust me, I won't spam you. It will be worth it. Yeah, sign in. So another thing that we learned, this is this is where we and went smile wrong. Smile and nod. It's, smile and nod. I'm telling you, smiling and nodding. I don't know, Jesse's smiling back there and nodding right now. It's so, I mean, it. trust me, smiling and nodding at people when you go, hey, come over here, and they don't want to, and they look at you like, uh, and you just go, come on over, and you smile. Now, you guys got to watch our YouTube video because I just smiled really creepy at the camera. The, the smiling and nodding goes so long, or such a long way. I know Tom Hopkins, who's a famous sales trainer, he would always say, that at the end when he closes, say very little and just go, hey, I just need you to you know, put your okay here and here and just look at him and smile and nod. And just psychologically, they just are looking at you like, like I guess I have to do it. You're just smiling at me. And anyways, <laughs> no, I mean, take, that's take it from there, Josh. <laughs> no, the second thing that we really kind of reflected on was a lot of people uh, you know, it's it's hard at a conference, it's hard at a networking event, and for you guys as salespeople, it's hard sitting down at the listing presentation and seeing someone say like, oh, 
let me think about it. I need to think mm. about it or I'll call you back tomorrow or let's meet again or something like that. And this is really kind of the first night was the hardest because it was yeah. so fast. Happy hour had already started. so Which helped us a little bit. Helped us a little bit. Hurt us yeah. in other areas. <laughs> but, you know, we're thinking, oh, we've got three days ahead of us. Everyone mm. everyone who said they're going to come back, well, they'll, they'll come back. Yep. You know, you look at there, they're telling you they'll come back. How many of you guys believe that, that they're going to come back, man? Whew, yeah. This is a hard truth for salespeople to learn. It is. I mean, it leads to that decision. I know your your brother has gone through this specifically. I think you and told he the, the story me. on the podcast. He did not believe yeah. me the first time. And, and he would have testified to this. He did not believe. And most salespeople don't. I have 65 salespeople, like closer salespeople on my floor. Then we have another 50-something that do the upsells, cross-sales, account management stuff. And guys, everybody starts out the same. Oh, they're definitely going to take my call. They're definitely going to come back. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, man, nine times out of 10, they don't come back. We yeah. experienced it at the booth. It's the listing presentation. You get out of there without the listing signature. I'm not saying you're never going to get that listing. You ain't going to get that listing. What is the saying? Buyers are liars. Yeah. And it's not, I always got to be careful. They're not, they're not lying on it's purpose. It's not lying Look, like they're. I have been to trade shows. I have literally said to people, here. yeah, I'll come back and check it out later. I'm getting all the information. I'll be back. You get busy. There's 400 vendors there. You get, you know, you, you go out for lunch the next day. You get put into a session, and now all of a sudden your mindset's thinking about legal things, and you're no longer thinking about marketing Translate things. Translate this to why you don't get repeat business. Yeah. It's not because they don't want to use you. It's convenience. It literally is convenience. They weren't thinking about you. It's they. It, my I told the story one time, I think, on this podcast of my f- uh, best friend and roommate in college. He sold cell phones. I went and bought an iPhone for my wife for her birthday. I didn't buy it from him. Yeah. And I use Verizon and he worked at Verizon. Now, reckon, well, I wasn't thinking. Have the emotional intelligence to recognize when you're pushing someone past their yes. comfort zone. Obviously, yep. you don't want to offend someone, be rude, be overly aggressive to the point where they'll never consider you again. But you want to push far enough to help them understand that, look, you're going to be seeing a lot of stuff. You're going to be getting out there yep. if this is a sales presentation you're doing on your own. You're going to get back to life. You're going to get busy. You're going to start working on all this other stuff. And this thing's going to end up on a pile of good ideas. Yes. Don't let one other thing end up on a pile of good ideas because as we say at the end of every single podcast, the difference between a top producer and a mediocre producer is top producers take action. That happens with the same thing with the tools and the marketing and the pieces that you buy for your business. If you know it's a good idea, pull the trigger. If you can afford it, if it fits within your budget and it makes sense for your business, don't throw it into the bag. Don't throw it into another pile of good ideas because you're going to forget about it. You're going to get busy. You're not going to come back to it. And, and then you know what you're doing six there? months from now, you're going to think, why didn't I do that thing? You know what you're doing there? You're, you're, you're speaking truth. Like the key to sales is speaking truth, selling people logically, right? Closing them emotionally. Mm. So logic is it's the pile of good ideas because we all have that. Right, So a listing presentation, you might not say it's the pile of good ideas, but you can logically talk to them about how you understand that they would want to think about it, that you understand that they would want to compare you to other real estate agents. In fact, I saw this amazing pitch by a real estate agent. This is a great tip for all my realtors out there, is that they came to the listing presentations with all the other real estate agents' facts. (laughs) <laughs> and stats. They go, hey, I totally appreciate you would want to um, see what other real estate agents are doing. You know, I don't really consider myself to have competition, but I guess that's really what you have to, you know, say. And so he already have them for you and look how I stack up compared to them. Mm. Meaning like all, being prepared, but what you're doing is you're tapping into the truth. And I'll be honest with you guys. I pitched hundreds of people every single day. I messed up one time. And in, <laughs> no, 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 no. I messed well, up Luke, multiple Luke, times that's... on the pitch, but making someone mad, pushing too far. 
So I messed that came across the wrong way. Hey, quote that. I messed up one time. No, what I meant by that is I pushed somebody too hard, but I don't even know what I did. But I immediately, I remember talking to Nick, who's our sales director. I said, something I did there, I, I don't know what I did, but I did something off because the tone changed and the like my yeah. emotional EQ was off. It was like I, I had fatigue them. was setting in. At Maybe that point. it was what it was. <laughs> but but I recognized it. And that, you got to learn from it. it. But I don't know what I did. I wish I remembered what I did, but I don't know what I did. They just kind of shut down on me. Nick, come on the pod. Yeah, yeah Nick, yeah. tell me what Where's, I did. Can we get Nick on the line? Uh, you know what I did? I was too hyped to, to QVC. That's what it was. Maybe. QVC. Maybe. But yeah, you have to read the situation. People yeah. appreciate it. And this is a tip for you guys because you're pitching, you know, at networking events. Stuff like that. People appreciate when you tell them what you're doing. When you tell them you're selling them, they appreciate that. Grant Cardone says, state your intention. Mm -hmm. So my intention, like when you go into your insurance pitch, my intention is to get you signed up with my life insurance. You're, there's no, you're not hiding anything. You're not trying to, they don't feel manipulated. They don't feel like you're, you know, giving this presentation. And they sit there the whole time listening to your spiel going, oh, this guy, he wants me to sign up for this. But if you start your presentation going, Ariel, my intention is I want to pitch this to you and I want you to sign up I for it. I want you to get this. Travis. Yeah, I want, you, I want to show you what I can bring to the table for this life insurance policy for mm -hmm. you and your family and why it will be worth it. Now you hear the whole pitch, what? Through a different lens. You hear the whole pitch through a lens of, okay, now I'm really paying attention. So many right. salespeople don't state their intention. Yeah. And that's why I would go... And as a prospect, you're just all that you're doing is you're on the defensive. You're just waiting Correct. for the, the time you're, that you can jump in and tell them, wait a minute, you're just selling me. Yep, you're, you're, trying, you're trying to deceive me. Not deceive right me, but you're trying, yeah, you're trying to sell me. Yeah. You're trying to sell me. So another uh, thing that we came up with, and this will be something that I think we get into on the podcast next week with, uh, I'm hoping Phoenix will join us for the podcast next week. Phoenix is amazing, yeah. guys. This will be one of the best podcasts that you've ever heard. This is somebody that's been with us for over 10 years. Over 10 years. Yeah, she's an expert club. marketing coach. Boots on the ground, grinds it out. I just want to give a plug for that podcast because yeah. it is going to be an incredible podcast. So hopefully we get her on because she's going to talk about helping um, how to leverage referrals like yeah. or um, nice. uh, yeah, testimonials, yeah. how to get like testimonials from your clients. But that was the other big thing I think that, that we were able to do uh, really well. Thanks to Jesse. Um, anytime that a, a, someone came by, a client of ours came by and they had something nice to say, we were able to ask them right away, hey, can we Yeah, hey, can, film? Could you say that again exactly like exactly that, like that? This on this camera? The mic and the camera. <laughs> but it's cool. If you watch our Facebook video, mm. all of those clients came up and said all of that completely unsolicited. And then they turned around. We got them behind the booth. We got them in front of our sign and had them say it again. Did, now, there's about maybe five no. of them that also said no. Yep, some said no. Yeah. But, but I think where this is really, really practical is you're at the closing table. And what right. happens after the closing table? They go, man, thank you so much. When you do that, just go, hey, would you mind if I just, you know, would you say that on camera? I would love to put that on my website. Pull out your cell phone, film that little video. What'd you say? Send it to your kids who do iMovie. <laughs> Send or it to your nephew who knows yeah, iMovie. Yeah, right. your nephew who knows, knows <laughs> iMovie. There was a Fallout Boy concert. At their, I have to mention this for Speaking all of, of my National Association of Realtors. <laughs> <laughs> friends out there. The Fallout Boy concert was hilarious. There is nothing funnier than watching a bunch of real estate agents sit there at a concert for Fallout. I love you guys. I love you guys. <laughs> but that was the greatest. Man, Jesse and I had a blast just Nick watching and I, all Nick and I decided to they watch bailed. the Packers They're, game instead. Yeah, yeah. You, but you guys met what's um you guys met an amazing owner. Ed White, yeah. yeah Ed out White. of uh, northern New Jersey. Yeah, he was awesome. But guys, friends now. Fallout Boy, real estate agents at a Fallout Boy concert, amazing. <laughs> Love you guys. <laughs> but look, so what we're saying is if you hear someone say nice, uh, something nice about you, if you're in the coffee shop and you run into a client 
and they're raving about Take how much they love their it. home. Ask them if you can use that. If they don't want to be on video, have them write something up. Pull up your phone on, on their, or have them pull up your site uh, on Facebook, right? Mm -hmm. And just show them how to put a recommendation in for your Facebook page. It's a, clients love to do that stuff. They, I mean, if I run into a company, we don't go to a ton of trade shows as consumers, but if I was to run into a company that we do marketing you know, yep. with, that we really love, yep. I would absolutely love to sing their praises. I don't want to have to think about how to do it. But if they point me exactly to how to do it, or they give me the opportunity to coach me along, then I would absolutely do that. They helped us sign up clients. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <clears throat> it was There was someone who amazing. walked by and I cannot out. thank you guys yeah. enough. I mean, it was, if you guys watch this podcast to our clients out there, I cannot thank you guys enough. I mean, you were amazing. I was literally signing up a couple people and we were at the close and you know how it is at the close. Sometimes you have to, you know, earn people's business by really asking for the order over and over and over again. And as I'm trying to, you know, really earn these people's business by showing them the value that we can provide, one of our clients came down the aisle unsolicited and just yelled, Reminder Media, I love you guys. I mean, yeah, and then like some Indian like chant. It was crazy. It was like, it, it was, was a hoop. Yeah, it was yeah, a, a hoop and holler. Hoop. It was like, yeah. uh, it was awesome. It was the most amazing thing. And then those people gave us a chance. And it just shows you that. You know, what your clients say about you speaks so much more than what you say about yourself. I could give the most amazing pitch, but it, it wouldn't matter. It's what your clients and results say about you, and that was just incredible. We're so, going to get one of these uh, sound effects the next time that we go to a conference. <laughs> Any, anytime a client comes by. Is that picking so up, awesome. Ariel? Can you hear that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ariel, she's like, stop doing that. That's so annoying. So here's one that we messed up on. Okay, yeah. We want to oh, give yeah, this, some advice We on. felt kind of bad. As we, we speak about how much we love our clients as for As we speak us. about how much we love our clients, we did not have anything for our current clients there at the at the event. So this was something that... We um, had swag on the we table. We had swag, yes. But it and wasn't we even have these nice, dedicated for our we clients. We have these nice client gift boxes with little pens in them that yeah. we carry around to like uh, when we do testimonial videos or we Big do editorial mistake. videos. Big mistake. You know, we didn't have anything on hand mm. for them. And it, um, we ended up giving them a bonus. So we're calling yeah. them after the fact. We're giving them a, a little bit of a bonus as a thank you for stopping by. But it's just something to think about, whether it's in your car, whether it's in your purse, whether it's something that you keep in your office close by so that whenever you do run into a client mm. that has had a good experience with you, you just have something there to say thank Thank you. Obviously, you can't Correct. be carrying around gift boxes everywhere you go to, to the grocery store. Yep. But think about kind of what can I have on hand that now what we did do, um, obviously, we gave them a card that just let them know about a referral deal. So we Correct. had something there that if they were able to bring. But we were in the we mindset of all about us. We, yeah, were, we were in the exactly. taking that mindset. Was, and that it was, was so mistake. clear when we got there. We were I don't like, think we realized how many clients we would meet. You know? Yeah, yeah. We were just not. We messed up on that one. We just did not. We were not thinking what can we give our raving fans just to show them how much we love them? And we had these amazing shirts that said, I like your face. They were really, really <laughs> popular. T-shirts that said, I like your face on the front. And then on the back, it said it should be on a magazine. And so we had a ton of clients that wanted I gave two shirt. of mine away. Yeah, you gave them away. I had to yep. switch to the polos yeah. on day three because I'd given my shirts away. <laughs> Nick gave one of his away. So, mm -hmm. so we did good. give our shirts off our backs. Yeah, because <laughs> we felt really bad. We felt so bad. We really did, man. So that's another great thing to take away. And then we talked about this a little bit, but really the realism, the authenticity, the personality that you bring, you know, not trying to put on an act or a persona whenever you're speaking mm -hmm. to prospects or whenever you're speaking to clients, really focus on um, trying to loosen up and, pra and it comes with practice. 
I think it, it really it comes, comes with, with practice. Yeah, because practice brings. I mean, confidence. I don't. I'm not on the phones. I'm not selling every day. I'm not yep. a natural salesperson. Sure. Right? I'm an introvert. Yep. I'm the marketing guy. I like to be the guy behind the scenes, yep. making the things happen. So, couple, first day, you know, first day was actually a little bit easier because there was so much energy. Really Second was. day, it was a little bit harder. But as you start to do it over and over and over again, you start realizing, okay, this is this is my rhythm. This is my own personality yep. coming back out. I wasn't trying to emulate somebody else. Practice breeds confidence. It really does. It's just literally in action inspires more action. Mm -hmm. Inaction inspires more inaction. So the more you step outside your comfort zone, the easier it gets. And it literally is because even people think, because I am a salesperson, obviously everybody who watches this knows right away what? that I'm, yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm a salesperson, I'm an extrovert. I'll go into a room and talk to anybody. Luke is the highest eye, if you guys know DISC. Yeah. Luke is the highest eye that I know. Yes. You are in the far right corner, yes. like the bottom right corner. What was crazy when I took group. the disc, it tells you what you feel you need to be more yeah. of. I felt like I needed to be more. More eye. <laughs> and there was no more eye to go. But what, what, what's funny is that even though for someone like me, who's the highest eye, right, in my personality, I still have to tell myself to psych myself up to go, I am gonna, I told Nick this, I said, I will not let a single person walk by if I, I mean, I'm gonna talk to every single person. I have to force myself, I have to make a mental commitment. And it gets easier. The more I yelled out, corny to people, the more it became easier Well, it's fun, we, there was this uh, couple that came up, uh, two women, I think that they worked in the same office or they were partners, and the one was like super energetic, um, super outgoing, and she was talking to me a little bit at the beginning, and then naturally kind of went over and started talking to you and Nick, and then her partner kind of came over to me and we started talking, and I don't remember how it came out, I think we were talking about the concert, and she said that her, her friend was wanting to go, and we were, we were just kind of uh, chatting about personalities. Yep. And she asked if I had ever done disc and what I was. And I said, I'm a, I'm a high S. And she yeah. said, I'm a high S too. <laughs> and it was You're like, like, oh, did we just become best friends? <laughs> <laughs> this exciting little moment where we knew we could just kind of stand there in silence and, yeah. and just kind of enjoy, <laughs> enjoy the company and support others. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> that's so good. I think in this authenticity, though, what I would tell you guys is that what ultimately matters is your passion for what you're doing. And, and that is not something that you just have. It's something you commit to. I think people make the mistake all the time that they think I wake up every single day with this weird inside of me, this belief and passion for reminder media that is different than most people. No, no, like everything in life, you commit, if you wanna be passionate about basketball, I mean, yeah, you might have a natural inclination to it, but you just be, you, it's the amount of work you put in. And you know how I know this for sure? Because I grew up and my passion was music. Mm -hmm. I was a kid that played four to five hours a day because I was homeschooled. And it's not that I've lost my passion for music at all. Did I have a natural inclination for music? Can I hear music and stuff like that? Of course. But it was because I started practicing it and I started yeah. to get really into it. And it just, that breeds, that action breeds more action. I just got more and more into it. Now... I don't play music nearly as much anymore, right? And my passion has become really reminder media, but yeah. it's, I'm, you make Absolutely. a commitment to it and you push towards it and it becomes just like, it's like, I'm not sure what you call it, like a pinwheel. You know how a, a pinwheel, flywheel. or a flywheel, that's yeah. what it is. Flywheel, when it starts going, it's just, and then all of a sudden it just a becomes so rotation easy. Rotation after rotation. It, it becomes starts, easier and yeah. easier, man. So anyways, so no, envision we yourself as a pinwheel, ladies and gentlemen. Super enjoyed our experience. <laughs> Wanted to share that with you. I don't know if, Luke, if you had any other. That was kind of our major takeaways. I didn't yeah. any other. Well, points. here's what I was. One of the major, major takeaways I would uh, give you is the one I gave you in the beginning, which is just what blew my mind the most 
was the lack of wanting to talk to people. Yeah. It was mind boggling. And I think to myself, how many of you guys, and in in I'm not talking about real estate agents, I'm talking about other vendors. And, and I just, here's my, what spoke to me so much was just like, what's gonna separate you is your commitment to when you wake up today and going, I'm going to choose to make the phone calls I don't wanna make. I'm gonna choose to talk to every single person that comes through that open house. I have a high eye, so it's a little maybe easier naturally for me to do that. But yeah. I still have to make that commitment at that open house. You're an S. It's maybe harder Life for you. Life began at the edge of discomfort. You, Josh, and Jesse. Jesse, I use Jesse as her brand content manager because I think it speaks volumes. She talked to more people than some of the people that were around us. <laughs> that that I mean, I was just like, I, it was blown away because... I'm just thinking to myself, the lesson in there for, for me, and this is not, if you guys hear this as an attack on the other people, it's not, it's not, it's just trying to pull out what, yeah. what you can learn to get better, is that the lesson in there is that it doesn't matter what your personality necessarily is, it might make things a little easier in certain situations, a little harder in others, it matters your commitment to it, this podcast is all about taking action, and I think to myself, we walked away closing and I say closing, really gaining yes. a ton of clients. Because I don't want to say closing. I want to say gaining a ton of new relationships and clients. That's beautiful, man. Yeah, beautiful, huh? That's beautiful. <laughs> gaining a ton of new clients, tons of new potential. And it would have never happened yeah. if we didn't make a commitment to saying everybody who walks by our booth, we, we believe so much in our mission, yeah. i.e., I believe so much in my ability as a real estate agent to get the home sold that I'm gonna talk to everybody who comes to my open house. I.e., I believe so much in the health insurance or life insurance that I'm selling that I'm gonna be willing to actually talk to everybody I meet about what I do and not be scared of being labeled as the insurance salesman. That is what will separate you as a top producer. That is why some companies go to great and some companies stay at good and ultimately die. You're either growing or you're dying. You're stagnant, you're dying. So you're either growing or you're dying. So where are you at? What bucket are you in? That's really what, man, this conference just freaking inspired me that way, man. It's I love crazy. it. I love it. Thank you so much for listening. And if you're new, if you took one of our stay paid cards while you're at the conference and you're checking us out, we really appreciate you listening to uh, through the podcast. We'd love to know what your thoughts are. I know that was like the one biggest thing that I was hoping to get was some some new people checking us out and letting mm -hmm. us know because we'd love to hear what you guys think of the oh, podcast. Oh man, it was amazing meeting you guys. And we, we're going to find out how American Airlines customer service is. So we'll keep you guys tuned in for our next podcast because we changed our flight. We were flying from Josh. Like, oh, Where are you going with this? Going? We changed our flight from Boston to Philly to be earlier because it was at 830. The conference ended a little earlier, breakdown time than we thought. So we changed it to like four o'clock and we paid to do that. But our flights all got delayed until 830. So we ended up sitting there on the tarmac for like a couple hours. We were talking about it. So it'd be interesting to see just because we're a sales and marketing company. Yeah. I'm interested to see American Airlines uh, customer service. I'll fill you guys in on how it went. <laughs> A little teaser for the next podcast. I like it. That's a cliffhanger. <laughs> cliffhanger, You're going to have to wait until next Tuesday. Tag to them out. in this podcast, too. <laughs> Maybe this is my strategy to sell them on giving me a discount. I don't know. There you go. <laughs> well, if you like what you heard today on Stay Paid, please go to iTunes, give us a five-star rating, and make sure to leave a comment. You can also find our podcast in video on YouTube.com slash Reminder Media. Make sure to tell someone else about the podcast today. We really appreciate it. And if you'd like to get a hold of me or Luke, 
please email us at podcast at ReminderMedia.com. Please, we'd love to hear from you. Or find us on Instagram or LinkedIn. I'm Josh Stike, and Luke is at Luke Acri. And of course, you can check out Reminder Media on social media. We are at Reminder Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest. Andrea's giving the thumbs, thumbs up. up. No, she's giving like the fist. The fist. The fist <laughs> pump. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. And I'm Luke Acri, guys. And what do you think my action item is going to be? Here it is. The people you meet this week in your social routine, the people you meet this week in your business, tell them what you do. I challenge you to give them your 30-second value proposition. If you can't sum up what you do in 30 seconds, then practice. Now, I probably never went 30 seconds, but practice. Pitch it. You got to start somewhere. Start at 30. Exactly. Start at 30. Goes to two minutes. Start at 30. Go to two minutes with everybody you meet. (laughs) Right? That's the action item from this podcast. I guarantee you, you might gain a client like we gained with Mel. Mel, thank you so much for giving us a chance. But the point being is she was she walked 15 feet away from our booth. We called her back, and she gave us a chance. We gained a new relationship, a new client. You never know when you give that 30 seconds to the person at the gym, you might get your next million-dollar listing. Difference between a top producer and a mediocre producer is top producers take action. So take action on that this week. Love you guys. 